In honor of Mother's Day, we have a special program for you. Unfortunately, our own mother, Elizabeth, is no longer with us, but I have no doubt that she's still giving everybody in heaven indigestion with that pasta sauce of hers. <laughs> Man, that was murder. <laughs> in any case, while she was here, we managed to hoodwink her into joining us here in the studio a couple of times. I mean, she, she spent most of each show trying to deny any responsibility for the way we turned out. I mean, she kept trying to blame it on my poor father. I know. I know. That was oh, awful. That was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as, as sort of a tribute to our late mother, we're featuring some of her appearances on Car Talk. And to all of you mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. Welcome to Car Talk on National Public Radio with my boys, Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers. Hello, boys. Boy, you're getting professional at this. <laughs> Hi, Mother. <laughs> that, if you haven't recognized her wonderful voice so far, is my mother. Not his mother. <laughs> my mother, Elizabeth. What's your middle name? Maria. Jones. Maria. 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 I never knew that. <laughs> she changes it all the time. <laughs> Elizabeth, my, my father is in the, in the studio. He says you never heard it either. <laughs> She's full of surprises, isn't she? <laughs> she just made it up. She, that's where you got it from. She makes up everything. Don't let me laugh. <laughs> my mother is here to help us all celebrate Mother's Day. So here we are, ready to accept calls for us about cars or about relationships, or calls to my mother and my brother's mother, that's four people in the studio, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for any questions you may have about mothering or whatever. I don't know what it right, could and be. She, her field of expertise is, is, is how to avoid the mistakes that you might make in mothering, because God knows she made them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug said we may get some calls about uh, he was prepping my mother in the green room. Yes. Green? What green room? <laughs> and he said, while well, we were eating our bagels, and he said, he said, we may get some calls about people asking about mothering. And she said, why would they ask me? I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, our number is 1-888-CAR-TALK or 1-888-227-8255. Hello, you're on. Hi, this is Sandy, and I'm calling from Prescott, Arizona. Sandy? How yes. are you? Hi, Sandy. I am fine. How about yourself? Oh, Great. Sandy, are you German? No, I'm not. Why? I'm trying to figure out where you're from. As a matter of fact, I was born and raised in Tecate, where they brew the beer. Oh, and, yes. no kidding. And as of last week, I am a U.S. citizen now. Wonderful. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you have just a little, little, little hint of uh -huh. something. You came here when you were six. Oh, born no, here. No, actually, I came here 13 years ago when I got married. Wow, and you learned to speak this language so beautifully, and well, my brother's been here for 59 years, and he hasn't figured it out yet? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, back to your That's problem. okay, that's okay. Happy Mother's Day, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Are you a mother? Yes, I have two children. I have a boy who's eight and a little girl who's ten. Oh, you have a yeah. long way to go, sweetheart. Jesus, oh. <laughs> oh. something is some kind of a prison sentence. I mean, what's, what's the joyousness? You have a long way to go, sweetheart. Maybe if you're lucky, they'll run away and join the circus. Come on, Lizzie. Bright, lighten up. Was it that bad? Well, as a matter of fact, I work at their school, so I'm with them literally 24 hours a day. Oh, that's oh, worse. I have long days. Yeah, well, my mother won't, ad won't admit it, but she fortunately had her mother living with us until I was. When did, when did Grandma uh, pass on? Uh, when I was about nine. Yeah. So she really did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Grandma did. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. And, yeah. and Mom used to, you know, was a, she used to go to the, the flower show. <laughs> she used to go shopping. When she wasn't full of the sauce. Well, well yeah, well, that was the reason her mother hung around. Oh, or in the slam. And right, in the you know. slam. What's wrong with these? Where have I failed? <laughs> well, my father did admit the other day that, that, that my mother actually proposed to him. No, that isn't and, true. And, and, <laughs> And that uh, he would accept only under one condition, What's that her that? mother could come and live with them for 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. He said, if your mother can't live with us for at least 25 years, then forget it. I have no interest in you whatsoever. <laughs> and she finally acquiesced. You talk about the patience of a saint. Oh. I mean, think about it. If your mother-in-law came to live with you, 
for 25 years. I'm not that there's anything wrong with my mother-in-law. I don't want to get myself in hot water. You already <laughs> have. It's too late. But it isn't something you wake up every day and say, boy, I wish my mother-in-law would come and live with me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what's on your mind, Sandy? Okay. Well, I tell you, I have a 1995 Mitsubishi Montero LS. Do you? Yeah. And if my car was an actor, my car would be portraying the role of Felix Unger on the uh, odd couple having a sinus attack. Oh, it's a nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, oh. Every time I accelerate, I have this obnoxious noise. And since my children are in control of the radio, I do not know what is worse, the rock and roll volume or the sound that I have in the car. And the noise sounds like when you, it always happens at a specific RPM, I bet. You know what? I never noticed or a that. Range. It's, just, it's just, for example, if I take my foot off the accelerator and I go to accelerate again, it does this noise all over again. And um, I took it to the dealership, and what they told me was that that noise was normal. Well, here's the first thing I would do. I, I would ask them if you can drive on another one. I did. And I does... did, and it did not do that noise. Yeah. So he's wrong. So about you should it ask them then, wrong. what's wrong with this other one? They forgot to put the noise in at well, the factory. It's, <laughs> yeah. Or it's normal for every other one. Right. No, it is not normal. It, it does not make a, a big noise like that when you, when you rev it up. It should not. And it um, should be fairly easy for them to figure this out. Uh, they, they're just not very interested in it, and I don't, I don't know why. I would definitely take it back to the dealer, have uh -huh. them drive it, and if they say it's normal, insist that it is not normal because you've driven others and you have you have. Other witnesses, me, who say that it does not make any such noise. So it is not normal, and you want them to find out what it is and fix it, and that's it. Tell them, look, I'm a citizen of these here United States, <laughs> and I want it done, and I want it done now! <laughs> or I'll write to my congressman. <laughs> that's right. Now, my mother probably has oh, some words of wisdom about what to do with the kids with the, with the rock and roll music. You know what? I have a question for your mom. Have sure. you ever found... The magic formula for the kid to answer your children when they go, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> I would say, shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she was always the one that was asking my father, are we there yet? <laughs> I can't stand being in the same car with the kids. Are we there yet? <laughs> Either that or my grandmother was asking my father, are we there yet? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We always went out with grandma. I still have to find a car that I can sit my two children, and they don't quite reach each other, and oh, they, you yeah, know, you yeah. know how it is with smaller children. Yeah. You have to draw the imaginary line across the seat. Don't cross over this line. Oh, it's murder. It's right. murder. You have to get very creative. Yeah. See, now, my mother actually doesn't have experience with any of that because most of the time that we were kids, my brother wasn't around. It was my sister and I who were around because we were closer in age, and we were just about as perfect a pair of siblings oh, as you could ever imagine. Oh, I can't remember. Cloud nine I cannot remember a single argument that I ever had with my baby sister. Oh. Nor That's because you always had her tied up and she couldn't talk. <laughs> Nor did we ever wow. make any trouble in my memory. What memory? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Elizabeth, for all of national public radio audience to hear, for all of our audience to Which hear. Which one of us do of you the like three, <laughs> who was the Who was the truly the joy? Who was the most wonderful child ooh, 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 ever? Ooh, 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 ooh. Who was the, of, the, of the three? The least trouble and the most wonderful child to raise. I have to ask a question. Yeah. Which one of your children is your favorite? Oh, oh I didn't say favorite. I didn't say favorite. Oh. Oh, very uh, good. I, I didn't say favorite. I said least troublesome. Oh, Touche, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we certainly opened the can of worms. We'll, we'll press her on this issue as time goes on. Sandy, good luck with your noise, and, and don't take whatever the dealer tells you because there's, not, there's something wrong. No, I, I'll tell them that I got the advice from the experts. Thanks an awful lot. I really appreciate it. Have a happy Mother's Day and the, thanks bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1-800. There is a certain camaraderie among mothers, isn't there? They all have that long-suffering sound to their voices. Oh. Yes. It was, she says, happy birthday, and you said, oh, you too. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, you're not happy a mother. Mo not you a don't understand. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, she said. What did I say? Happy birthday. Oh, happy Mother's Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Things are happening to me here. <laughs> well, they do understand one another, I guess. They certainly well, we're do. mothers. We understand everything. 
Everything. Everything. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Do you understand? By the way, brother? you sobered up wonderfully today. I... Oh, about that sobering. Oh, no, we'll talk about that later. Wait, no, wait, you did. Wait, you tell him what the priest said to you. My my mother called me about two weeks ago, and she said, "Hey." <laughs> I said, "What?" She said, "You got me in trouble." I said, "Why?" <laughs> tell what tell what you said. She's in well, church. They got me in trouble. I walked into church and and our pastor says to me, he was a visiting priest rather, and he said to me, "I see you're out of the uh, the slammer." The slammer. <laughs> I said, "What slammer?" <laughs> he said, "But the next time you go in, he says, just call me. I'll I'll come in." Say <laughs> yeah, a prayer for you. Next visits to the prison. One eight 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 car talk or one eight 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 two two seven eight two five five. Hello, you're on. Hi, this is Jim from Cincinnati. Hey, Jim. Jim. How you doing? Real good, real good. What's up? I have a question for you. My mom uh, has never learned how to drive. Okay. Neither is Neither ours. That's mine. <laughs> Although she's had a license for <laughs> about 60 mean? years. We'll discuss that later. I drove I drove you to when? a music to, class. My mother used to drive me to my uh, guitar lesson. With Mr. Scribner, remember? <laughs> no, Ribner. Professor no. Ribner. Ribner. I remember the Ribner. guy very oh, well, yes, Professor that's right. Ribner. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He called himself Professor. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I remember the. I remember that you did that. In fact, I remember the day you took that turn in Union Square and all the doors flew open. <laughs> well, they were tied was... on with ropes. <laughs> I, mean, what... <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, Jim, totally. what's your question? <laughs> well, I have two questions for you, actually. One, she'd like to learn. My, my father recently passed away, and she doesn't have transportation. She's queen of public transportation in Chicago. She can get anywhere she needs to, really, yeah. in the city. But uh, she has grandchildren here in Cincinnati, in, in Baltimore, all over. Mm. It'd be great if she could drive. Uh, I was wondering, what kind of car should she buy, or we should buy her as her kids? And um, I, got, I got it. A chauffeured limo. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, many, how, many, how many kids are involved, and how old is your mother? Uh, my mother's sixty something. I have uh, two older brothers and a younger sister, uh, two of whom live in in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were wondering also who should teach her uh, of us, or maybe our wives or or, or husbands. Uh, uh, none of those. None of those. None of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not if you want to keep peace in the family. Okay, so we should go to a, one of those driving schools. Yes. Or... So you have two siblings that live in Chicago. That's correct. And so there's always no. Obviously, no problem with her visiting them. Right, that's it, right. It's you and who, your brother? Yeah, my oldest brother. Your older older brother who, who live out of town. You guys are the real problem. Yeah, we're the problem. Right. If it weren't for you, then she would have no need for a car. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. How long a ride is that? Uh, well, to Cincinnati, it's about uh, five hours. Baltimore, gosh, I don't know, from Chicago. Oh. And you expect your, your mother, <laughs> as a novice driver, to get into some car and drive on the interstate with semi zipping by her on both sides at 80 <laughs> miles an hour, you want to subject her to this so she can visit you? Well, uh, you know. You know. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's perfectly okay. Uh, I was just asking. Well, is your mother going to leave you a lot of money? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. No. So there's so. no there's no incentive to get her kicked off early. No, no. We, no. We'd like a safe car for her. Well, you're never going to believe this, but guess who happens to be on the other line right I, I now? give up. Jim's mother. <laughs> oh, God, love you. You're right. Who, who can't believe that you told the whole world how old I am, number one. He said 60-something. That's all right. And number two, that I don't drive <laughs> and that I can't get anywhere. <laughs> no. You know, our children think that we're in la-la land. We're not in la-la land. We're as bright as can be. We're brighter than they are. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, all these years I've managed to get around. You bet. Sure. Amazingly well. And well, you're thank absolute... you for that. Uh, they want to bump you off now. They want your money. <laughs> what, what is your name, Mrs. Jim? My name is Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi there. I think you're absolutely right. That's what public transportation That's is for. Right. Airplanes, buses, trains, and all that stuff. I don't think there's... I, I'm strongly in favor of public transportation of all kinds. And I also think that if the children really are concerned about my getting around, they can get me a chauffeur. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That was my suggestion to Jim when he first called. You, they, what you should get is a chauffeured limo. <laughs> and if they want you to visit, they, they should pony up the money for the airline That's ticket. Right. They forgot all the diapers that you washed and all the cooking you did. and absolutely. all Absolutely. The, oh, they're ungrateful. <laughs> Well, we know that. <laughs> well, well, we don't have to go that far. Tell you, well, tell you to the shape up. <laughs> hey, Jim. Yes. You glad you called? Oh, 
Wait till I talk to you later. <laughs> Jim, I'm out of town. <laughs> yeah, way out. Jim, don't forget to wish Mom a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yes, happy Mother's Day to your mother as well. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. calling, and thanks for calling, Diane, and straightening him out. Thank you. And stay put, Diane. If they want to see you, they'll come to Chicago. Oh, you have I a great mother. So. You <laughs> Tell your boys they have a great mother. Well, I think I am, and um, we know. I think they know. Keep it I up. Am. Keep it up. So. Show them that you're not in La La Land. <laughs> I am definitely not there. God love you. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Jim. Thanks, Diane. Well, thank, thank you. you. I enjoy your show. Happy Thanks. Mother's Day, Diane. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. 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 Well, although you should be lavishing your mother with gifts, and I say gifts, <laughs> you are instead listening to Car Talk on NPR with my boys Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers, known to me, their mother, as Tom and Ray Magliazzi. And then they won't be known to me if they don't lavish me with gifts. <laughs> We'll have more of your calls coming right up, so don't touch that dial, because if you do, the end of your lipstick will fall Not off. Not lipstick! <laughs> Dipstick! Dipstick! <laughs> I'm driving, driving, driving some more, driving and driving and driving and driving. We're back. You're listening to Car Talk with us, Click and Collect, the Tappet Brothers, and we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and the joys of motherhood. Right. This week, we're paying tribute to the late Elizabeth Magliazzi, our long-suffering mother, by reaching into the archives and listening to programs on which she appeared with us, which she did a couple of times. Yeah, she wasn't a quick learner, our mother, was she? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, whenever she was in the studio, one of the things that happened was people kept calling us with things that had nothing to do with cars. Oh, you mean our screeners were, like, sleeping that day? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Some things never change. Is this car talk? Yes. Oh, I'm afraid so. Hello? Hello. Hi. Are there the mariachi brothers? Yeah, we we play uh, we play <laughs> guitaron and mandolin after the show. We're the Magliazzi brothers. But I understand that there's somebody there with you. I don't have a car question, but it was a, a different kind of question I wanted to ask. Oh. I recognize this voice. Hey, you know, Susan. <laughs> really? For those of you who don't know, this is the famous... Susan Stamberg. And someone wrote to us. I have to tell you this, Susan, just between you and me off the air. Okay. Hi, Tom. Hi, Ray. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. No one will hear this except us, but someone wrote us a letter, and the P.S. in the letter was, off the air, don't mention this, he said, but doesn't Susan Stamberg have the sexiest voice (laughs) on radio? Uh, is that it? So my husband was writing to you? <laughs> yes, he was <laughs> writing about his car. No, but th- that's uh, true because Now, I... wait, is that you, Mrs. Mellon? Yes. Well, you're the one I could... Would you ask the boys to be quiet, please? Yes. You're the one I They're want. very noisy. <laughs> they are. They're All right. noisy and obstreperous, and I want to hear more about them. What were they like when they were real little guys? <laughs> you said the word, obstreperous. <laughs> oh, they were into mischief all the time. They were doing all the things they shouldn't do. Taking the cars apart, taking the Ray was taking his uh, sister's watch apart. Mm. Well, I, I put it back together. It didn't work. It didn't work, did. it didn't work but he put it back. But he did put it back, put back together. together again. Yeah, tried to hide the evidence. Uh, <laughs> you mean to tell when they were little boys, they were taking big cars apart? Oh, yeah, the neighbors' oh, yes. cars. <laughs> yes, yes. Ray was building a harpsichord at fourteen. Oh my gosh! And he built a two-stroke engine at fifteen. And uh, didn't you right. worry about that? I finished that? the other two strokes. I have I been was... worried since they were born. <laughs> and were they helpful around the house, Mrs. Meliotti? I mean, would they make the bed? Would they do the dishes? Never. <laughs> Never. They didn't help? No, no. They're very bright, though. So did you read to them a lot when they were young? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. she she helped. She helped us quite a bit. Yes. She kept us, and she paid bail whenever we got in, in trouble. <laughs> and what were their favorite stories for you to read when they were little boys? Oh, the that's a good story? question. Favorites. They like the fairy tales a lot. What yeah. I never, you know, I never even heard half of the fairy tales until I read them to my kids. I used to read them, and people would say, "Well, how does that end?" And I didn't know. <laughs> you never read a <laughs> fairy tale. She lies, Susan. Did I did? Well, uh, Tom she would like uh, he would like mystery stories. Yeah. yeah, More than anything. Right, and the ends of those fairy tales were always a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband would take them to uh, see the Bogart pictures. They love those. Oh, Humphrey Bogart. Oh, no, these were Sydney Bogart. <laughs> we, we were too poor for Fort Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> oh. 
did you ever imagine that these boys of yours would grow up to be such extraordinarily successful men? Successful? <laughs> Where do you get that misinformation? <laughs> My mother always wanted us to be brain surgeons. Tell the truth. I had high hopes. You did. Uh, Actually, he, we should mention that Thomas right. is now... Tom is a doctor, doctor now. Oh, Thomas Maliotti. He has just received his degree. Received. And I forgot all about him. Ever <laughs> <laughs> received permission to go to graduation. Yeah. Oh, that's isn't right. It exciting? It is yes. exciting. So now you have a son, the doctor. That's it. I yes. didn't say now my son, to, the doctor. I have to say, I have a son. I want you to meet my son, the doctor. <laughs> Yeah. Mrs. Mariotti, are they good sons? Do they call you yes. regularly? Do they think of you? Do they remember your birthday? Oh, they better. <laughs> oh, she, she makes sure that we remember. <laughs> oh, they're good sons. I can't complain. Yeah. You better yeah. not complain. I better not. They're, they're both here. <laughs> we won't give you a ride home if you complain. <laughs> Well, Mrs. Meliotti, a very happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations on producing such fine gentlemen. Uh, Thanks, Susan. We'll send that check right out to you. That check will be in the mail tomorrow. Bye, Tom. Bye, Ray. Bye, Susan. Bye, Thanks Susan. for calling. <laughs> well, that was certainly a surprise call. Who that was good, Dougie. Who arranged that? one 888 or one 888 Hey, how you doing? Good. Great. Who's this? Uh, this is Paris calling from Jackson, Mississippi. Paris? Yeah. Great. <laughs> How are you, Paris? I'm doing pretty good. How y'all? Good. Well, uh, I got a two-part question for you. Go. Uh, it's uh, one part automotive and one part religious, actually. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of a funny story, but uh, anyways, I got this uh, late 70s Plymouth satellite, and it's uh, in excellent condition. It's sitting in my sister's driveway, mm -hmm. and her her church donated it. Uh, uh, somebody donated it to her church. Yeah. She wants to get rid of the thing. The church doesn't know what to do with it. But they don't want to uh, sell it to me because I'm not part of their faith. Yeah. And But it's in excellent shape. I was wondering if there's any way that maybe y'all could kind of give me an idea how I could talk them into selling it to me because my sister wants to get it off a lot. Well, I mean, okay, so the church owns it. Yeah, well, somebody donated it to the church. Right. So, well, they own it. And then they've, they're now storing it on your sister's lot. Right. Right. And, and you and you are you're coveting this car. Right, right. Well that's a sin right there, so <laughs> I think you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh well have you considered uh uh changing faith? Changing religion. Uh, yeah. Pray praying okay. a lot. Uh, what's that? Become a convert. Praying. Yeah, well, what what church what's what's the church that has what's this? What's denomination? Car? Well it's it's a, it's an evangelical church and mm -hmm. uh, I'm a Buddhist thinker. So we're really miles apart, you know. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be a hypocrite, but you know, I really want this car because it's really cheap and it's an excellent shape. What is mm. that? Another religion, hypocrite? <laughs> <laughs> it's right below Ethan. Let me tell you what's wrong with the car, though. Oh, go ahead. Well, nothing's wrong with the car, really, but uh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's got a huge eight-cylinder engine in it. You know? Yes, yes, it does. And <laughs> it probably has a four hundred cubic inch. You oh. could have a four hundred cubic inch V eight. Oh, and it does, and you can just watch that gas needle go right down. You know? Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, I heard somewhere that it's possible that you can take out two spark plugs and run it on six cylinders to save gas. And oh. I was wondering if that was possible, and which ones I should take out. Any two. Anything? <laughs> no, you can't take the pl no. plugs out. It'll sound like a Gatling gun. What you can do, however, <laughs> is you can disable two cylinders ah. by taking out the push rods. Taking out the push rods. Right, and then and 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 then uh, uh, you could leave the spark plugs in and, and leave obviously and leave the spark plug wires hooked up. Yeah. And, and this was this was the idea behind the Cadillac eight six four that came out. Uh, yeah. When did that come out? The early eighties. Yeah. And the yeah. idea was that you'd get going on eight cylinders. When you needed the most power to get the thing moving from a dead stop, right. and then once you had accelerated to a certain speed, it would cut the engine back to six yeah. and eventually to four. Right. A and they found that four cylinders was more than enough to keep the vehicle going at high speed. Ah. And if you came to a hill or you had, uh, you know, an another load encountered, uh, the other cylinders would begin to kick in. So you could do this. The yeah. engine would run really lousy, though, <laughs> <laughs> which is how this engine will run when yeah. you do this. Because right. even though you think you got six cylinders and plenty of cars run on six cylinders, yeah. not if they were originally designed to run on eight. It'll run right. lousy. Right. I would just go with it because, with I mean, eight. this is a strong eight-mile-per-gallon car. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to improve it that much. I mean, yeah. it's a very heavy car. You yeah. might go from eight to ten. 
Well, my question though is, why doesn't the church want to, the evangelical church doesn't want to sell this card to a Buddhist? Yeah. It's well, not very Christian of them. I know. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I understand it's, it, it belongs to the church and they want to give it to someone in the church. Yeah. Oh, I Nobody see. wants it. My sister wants it off a lot. But your sister is in that church. Yeah. I it's... got it. I got it. Okay. Steal it. <laughs> I mean, these cars are easy to hotwire. <laughs> How do you do that? It's very easy to hot. We can send you the diagrams. We have, we'll send you a fax. What's your fax number? <laughs> well, I, listen, I want to say happy Mother's Day to your mother, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. And I'm from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Well, you originally. knew that. I knew you were a You're Bostonian. Cambridge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You couldn't My, hide. I was born in Cambridge. Oh, you were? I Everyone was. was. Yes. Well, I'll tell you. I miss Cambridge, and I wish you guys could go down to Elsie's and eat a big jumbo with town. Well, hey, Paris, Paris, get ready. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. There ain't no Elsie's Elsie's anymore. is out of business. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I can't believe it. Well, yeah. doesn't it break your heart? It breaks my heart, man. What part of Cambridge are you from? Um, I lived in the Agassiz neighborhood, Sacramento Street. Yeah, sure. sure, right off of Mass Ave. Yeah, I lived all around Cambridge, though. I went to Ringe and Latin with Patrick Ewing. Now, is it true? You maybe you maybe you can uh, help me on this. Uh -huh. The word word around Cambridge is yeah. that Patrick Ewing went to Cambridge Ringe and Latin School yeah. to play basketball, and yeah. in fact yeah. did not live in Cambridge and gave a bogus address no. so that he could play basketball. No, and that no, I, huh? I can I can I can confirm that to you right now because I knew the guy. You did. And I even painted his house, okay? Oh. He so, lived on Western Ave, oh, sure. like just a block off of Central Square. I know exactly yeah. where it is, next to my buddy Johnny Mellum. The guy sure lived in Cambridge? And, well, and I apologize to him publicly. At his height. And when a guy that's 12 feet tall, I apologize <laughs> profusely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first and, went to yes. high school, he, I was staring at his waist when I walked in. <laughs> He's the first thing I saw. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yes, but my brother God. does apologize, and he shouldn't have said any of those <laughs> shouldn't things. Have said that. We're sorry. Hey, Paris, it's great to apologize too. <laughs> All right, be quiet. It's great to hear from you, Paris. Man, it's good to hear y'all, and have a good one. There's Stay no, in touch. There's no place like Cambridge. I'll tell you, I'm coming back soon. All right, you'll Come drive back. that satellite back. It'll cost you about eight thousand bucks in gas, but you'll be back. I'll bring it to your shop. Okay. Take care. In addition to appearing in the studio, our mother would occasionally call us at work too. Yeah, like either to remind us to pick up a dozen cannoli. Or to complain about something. Hello, you're on Car Talk. Hello. Hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. Oh, Come on. <laughs> Dougie, don't you screen these calls. I told you never to put her through again. <laughs> and for those of you that don't recognize this oh, voice, geez. it's the voice of our darling mother, Elizabeth. <laughs> Who wants you to live a little longer? A little Why? Longer than what? I don't know. Give me aggravation. <laughs> All right, I can I can tell you that I got my T-shirt on today. See? All right. You got my brother's got his. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. got one on too. We're wearing our okay. T-shirt. Okay. What about the cigars? We're not smoking any cigars. They won't let us smoke in the studio. We oh. haven't smoked a cigar for two years now. I don't believe. And what was you. the third thing? Even my little elves are doing their job. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, she has our kids destroying our cigars. <laughs> you know, you don't have to take care of us anymore. What do you mean I don't have to take care of you? You're doing We're adults now. We're adults. We can handle it now. We're responsible citizens. Smoking cigars? Well, yeah, what's going with Going without that? an undershirt? Oh. <laughs> well, you're right about the undershirt thing. <laughs> You're giving me aggravation. Well, I know, but we don't mean to. We love you dearly. No, you don't. If you love me, you, you wouldn't smoke those stinky cigars. All right, forget about the cigars. We had a uh, call that you probably didn't hear from what a call? woman who uh, the problem was her relationship with her daughter. And I said that I thought the mother-daughter relationship was one of the most complex relationships in the world. And I have only a vague recollection of your relationship with my dear sister. Oh, we get along fine. Well, you do now. We always did. Oh, no, did. I don't remember Come that. on, you threw her clothes out in the street. <laughs> you call that getting along fine? <laughs> my, my sister... That was only She's a wonderful <laughs> person, my sister, but she well, had this habit. She was a slob. She was a slob. <laughs> she would put on an outfit... 
and say, mm, no, I don't feel like wearing this. She would take it off and take the clothes, which my mother had spent hours washing and ironing, and she would throw them under her bed and take out a new outfit. When she was in college. So she would take, every morning, she'd have to try on two or three outfits. My mother one day is dusting, and she looks under the bed and finds all these Her entire wardrobe. Which she had spent hours washing and drying and ironing. And stuck. And at, at the river with the stones. The, the you know? river with the stones. And there they were all crumpled up under the bed. Well, Mom had what we should call a nervy. A nutty. Oh, <laughs> she went nuts, screamed and yelled at my sister, took all the clothes. Crystal Seal wasn't home at this time. <laughs> no, opened the window and threw them out onto the street. No, she on said, the lawn. What yeah. lawn? We didn't have any lawn. Yes, we did. All right, the, the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, re I was there. <laughs> you call that getting along? So you're washing our, our linen on the air? Hey, you're well, washing I mean, our laundry on the air? And even well, the truth must be known. We, we, we're firm believers in telling the truth. The all truth, the family the secrets. Truth. What about you two? We, we tell, tell everyone about your drinking problem and your incarceration <laughs> and everything else. I mean, after all... <laughs> Don't bother Dad for a while, will you? He, he's fixing the window here. Yeah. He is? All right. Well, go bother saying, him. Where are my Ask son? him if he likes Ask those him cigars we got for him. <laughs> Ask him if he's Don't wearing his T-shirt. No more cigars. No, no more cigars. No, no, absolutely not. They're out. You're going to hear from me until I die. All right, all right. Unless you get rid of those cigars. Okay, already. Jeez. Okay. Like a broken record. <laughs> Can't take it anymore. <laughs> and screen these calls, will you please? This should do it. This should do it. I, and if you don't get rid of those cigars, I will keep All calling right you. with the cigars already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. I'll call you another time. Oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, sure. You better disguise your voice because you're not getting through it any longer. That's I'm putting it. voice recognition on my phone. <laughs> Just be good boys. Okay, we will. Okay. Go light. Bye. Bye bye. Anyone want to buy a box of cigars? Put <laughs> <laughs> a box of t-shirts. <laughs> I'm emotionally drained. I don't think I can go on. See what it does to me? It just wears you down. It does. Oh, she calls me on the phone, and I just sink deeper and deeper in my chair. By the time she's had her way with me. I'm done for. Yeah, no, she will not give up. You talk about perseverance. Oh, it's like a pebble in your shoe. Oh, God. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think I need a break. Remember in the old days when we used to take a break? We'd have throngs of women banging on the station door wanting to just get a glimpse of us. Ah, oh, man, those were the days, weren't they? Why doesn't they? that happen anymore? Because some knucklehead at NPR released our photographs, that's why. <laughs> We'll be back in a minute with more of your calls, so please stay tuned. Even though the NPR lunch lady mixes up two Ipecac milkshakes, whenever she hears us say it, this is NPR National. Ha! We're back. You're listening to Car Talk with us, Click and Clack the Tappert Brothers, and we're here to talk about cars, car repair, and Mother's Day. Hmm. And today we're featuring archival material of our sainted mother when she visited our show. You know what I'm remembering? That you left your cigar burning in the car, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm remembering one of the great awkward moments of all time. Our mother was in the studio, and a caller said to her, You must be very proud of your son. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Chris, Chris has brought up an interesting question, which I, I think we should explore for a moment. What's he that? said to you, he said, You must be awfully proud. Yes. Now... <laughs> 
Look at that! Look at that look on her face. <laughs> I remember. I was I was thinking of this on my way over here today. I remember back in the old days when I was like an engineer. Remember those days? I remember. I was working for Sylvania Semiconductor Division. I remember. I mean, we were on the forefront of semiconductor technology. And when people asked my mother, "What does your son do?" <laughs> she used to say, "What did you remember, don't you?" <laughs> she used to say, <laughs> "Chris, you, you you can do it, mom." <laughs> what, what did you used to tell folks about Tommy? He sells. <laughs> no, he makes. He makes flash bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> he makes flash bulbs. <laughs> no, that was. I mean, there I was on the forefront of technology, and she told people. I think it was even light bulbs. He makes light bulbs. <laughs> well, to her, that was important. I mean, where would we be without light bulbs? <laughs> no, I think she was belittling the job that I had. What does he do? He doesn't do anything. He just makes a stupid, insignificant what little thing. It was very dying. likely that she had some insight into the future <laughs> Maybe at she, that point. She may have. That she knew like that you were bubbles. destined to do nothing. I'm just wondering, when people say to you now, what, does your, what do your sons do? What do you, I mean, what do you tell them? I, I mean, you know. beam with pride. Do you say... Nothing. <laughs> they tell me they work, but I don't know where they work. One eight 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 car talk. That's one eight 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 two two seven eight two five five. Hello, you're on car. Hi. 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 This is Carol Berman. I'm Doug's mother. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Have we got some questions for you, Mrs. Berman? <laughs> Not as funny as Mrs. Melyatsi, but then Doug's not as funny as Tom and Ray either. Oh, you should see him when he's here. <laughs> uh, I'd like to get something straight, though. Yes. Uh, Doug moved out. Said he had a job producing car talk. Yeah. We thought he was working. Yes. But then you say he never shows up. He's never here. <laughs> he's not there. Where is he? We all we thought he was with you, Mrs. Berman. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to worry about him moving back? Oh no, you'll never get him back. Well, no. Let me ask your mother a question. Go ahead. Uh, how do you make sure they stay out once they're out? <laughs> Don't do their laundry. <laughs> no, make sure actually, they take the laundry back home with them. Mrs. Berman, her real trick is, and she can teach you this, her real trick is you have to learn to cook like she cooks. We couldn't wait to get out. <laughs> because if Doug comes home and you serve him one of my mother's great meals, he'll never come back again. Uh-huh. Don't uh, believe them. So we, we wanna we wanna know about Doug. Give us some insight into into his personality. But we never see him, so it might be helpful if Yeah, we... what does he look like actually? Well, I haven't seen him for about ten years either. <laughs> is he tall, short, dark complected, blonde? Who is he? <laughs> Let me tell you, he's a fine son. No, I can it, tell you that. No, it, you've met him? <laughs> yes, I've met him. You have? Yes, and I think highly of him. You do? I How much did he pay do. you? Well, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. That's very nice of you. And when he asks for money, shall I send him to you also? Sure. Send him right over. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't need any money. He lives here at the station. <laughs> but we never see him. He, does, he doesn't work, actually, when we're here. He leaves when we show up. By the way, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you Day. very much. Happy By Mother's way, Day. Yes. If you happen to see Doug, would you ask him to call home occasionally? Sure. <laughs> call home occasionally. <laughs> Doug, call home occasionally. Does, does, he, does he have your number? <laughs> I don't know. We moved. We don't want him to move back in. <laughs> you moved when he wasn't around. Great. <laughs> moved to a studio condo. Send him cards. Uh, I'm glad he's being so well taken care of there. Thanks, oh, guys. Oh, thanks for calling. <laughs> thanks a lot. Bye. 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 One eight 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 Car Talk or one eight 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 two two seven eight two five. Hi, this is Trish from Buell, Idaho. B u l e. B u h l. Of course, I should have known that. <laughs> Buell, Hi, Idaho. Hi, darling. Well, I have a call that's kind of uh, both mother and car related. Yes. I'm kind of concerned about my mom. For as long as I can remember, up until, say, the past couple of years, my mom has always been a very neurotic driver. You know, she'd scoot her seat all the way up, and she'd drive with her chest pressed against the steering wheel and her nose peering out over the top, and she drove very slowly, never passed. Um, 
she'd uh, signal 500 yards before the turn, you know, that kind of stuff. And if, by some miracle, she'd let somebody else drive, you know, she'd be saying, watch out, slow down, you can't get us here, things like that. Yeah. So anyway, over the past couple of years, she's made this transformation. And uh, now she drives very fast. She passes on blind curves. She tailgates. <laughs> she even leans back in her seat. Really? And I kind of wanted to know, you know, what, it, I thought maybe your mom might have in, some insight into this, too, you know. What what is my mom going through here? And she's and I smoking wonder, dope. What's that? She's smoking dope. It happened to our mother too. She started hitting the dope, the sauce, all that stuff. Loosened her up. You think that's it? But well, she quit smoking cigarettes. Well, but she's uh, smoking something. You look around. I bet she's got a lighter in her purse. Wait, how old is she? How old was she when this transformation took place? Oh, you know I can't say that over the phone. Well, roughly, give us a decade. Give it to us in scientific notation. All right, never mind. Tell us how old you are. Oh, I'm 31. I got it. Oh, so your mother isn't that old. Well, no. Can I, is she under 60? Yes. No. Oh, so she's 62. All right. Fine. <laughs> Interesting. But anyway, um, wow. I'm kind of concerned, you know, if she's like this now, what is she going to be at 90, you know? And I want to know, you think this is an improvement, maybe? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Why? Or should I never get in the car with oh, her again? So you feel that she has somehow liberated herself from, yes. the, from the from the shackles. From the of... worries. You know, she was always worried. Is she driving the car? Is she going to hurt the children? Is she going to hurt herself? Oh, so now she's now responsible. she's free. She's only responsible for herself now, so she That's can be right. a wacko that has been hidden in her. But even when I'm in the car? You mean well, she figures you're old enough. She's cared for you all these years, and you're on oh, your own now. She was a own. wacko trapped in a mother's body. <laughs> I, yeah, I think she could have been. It could happen. I mean, if you asked her about this, what would what, what, what she, well, yeah, she attribute this? I, if I tell her she's making me nervous, she just laughs at me. But is she in La La Land or is she okay? <laughs> yeah, no, she's not in La La Land. Does no, she laugh no. at everything? Seriously, the, the, she has made this transformation. I mean, it's not just me that notices this. It's, you know, yeah. every member of our family. I, I don't know. But, I mean, I would have to say that that I would love to hear from a psychologist out there or two who could maybe shed some light on what has happened to your mother. Well, well, I, I, don't think, and I don't think anything terrible has happened. I, I happen to agree with my mother. It's the first time in about 40 years I have. Four, did I say four or 40? 40. 40. 40. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your mother feels liberated. And frankly, I would like to talk to her about this, if there's some way we can get her on the phone sometime. Would she sure. mind if we called her? Um, I mean, does she no. know you're concerned about her? Mm, no, I don't think she knows. Well, that. Can she take a joke? Yes. Okay. She, I don't think she'll have any idea who you who are. We are. That's oh, okay. That's even better. <laughs> uh, hang on, and we'll take your, her number off the air, and we'll try to reach her if she's home. Okay. She's probably out blasting around <laughs> on the highways, but if she's home, we'll talk to her. Yeah, she's probably knocking down those uh, the, those caution signs, minute work signs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hang on, Trish. Okay. Give us the number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your mother's name? Polly. Polly. Okay. All right. We're going to try to reach her. We'll hang on with you. Okay. Now, don't go away. We'll do a three-way here. <laughs> I hadn't expected this. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Neither um, did we. <laughs> on this program, you, you expect anything. When you least expect it. When expect you least it. That's right. right. Oh, we oh, got, oh. Well, we're ringing. Hello, Polly? Polly? You know Trish. Oh, all right. <laughs> Here's the story, Polly. Okay. Trish called. We, we do a radio show about cars. About and cars. since it's Mother's Day, we got our mother here uh -huh. with us in the studio also. So your daughter, Trish, called us and said that over the last couple of years, your driving behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. She said your driving has changed somewhat dramatically. She and said that you used to be one of these slow-poke drivers who drove with her nose against the against the windshield, with the seat all the way forward, and now you're leaned back, you've got one arm out the window, you got the other Smoking arm. Smoking cigars. The other arm on the armrest, you're zooming around turns, knocking wheel covers off all the time, and she wants to know, she's concerned about you, and she wants to know what has happened in your life that has so liberated you that you feel that you can drive in this manner, and she's... Scared to death to ride with you. <laughs> See, my mother's my mother is here, Elizabeth. Oh. 
And her theory is that you feel free. And I, I have bonded with my car. <laughs> oh, you bonded with your car. B-O-N-D-E-D. Oh, bonded, bonded with your with car. car. What, what is your car, Polly? Uh, Isuzu Stylus. Stylus. I couldn't even remember. Yeah, about, what, 92, Trish? So you you bonded with your car, huh? Yes, I feel secure and safe, and we fit well together. So how does how does this car differ from previous cars that you've driven? Well, I'm short and just a little above average weight, <laughs> and I can sit well in the seat. Uh. I sit up, and my feet hit the uh, gas pedal and, and the brake and did, the brake. <laughs> did you drive American cars before you got this Isuzu? What did I drive before? Yeah, I think you had a Colt, didn't you? Oh, a Colt. Oh, well, that's, that's oh. A Colt is kind of a stodgy little vehicle. I think the stylus maybe brought out the the the, yeah. the crazy that's one. Well, I mean, the truth the truth be known. My, my hidden talents. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Gee, I didn't realize that a the purchase of a car could make that much difference in a person. Has oh, it, yes. is it? Is it your whole personality that's changed, or just your driving? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, everything's changed. <laughs> oh, so you've just become a real swinger. You betcha. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, I wish you the very. There's best. not a fella involved in any of this, is there, Polly? Well, I do have a husband. Oh, you still have a husband? Okay, I was just checking. Well, maybe. Well, maybe husband. you got a husband and a fella. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to wish you a happy Mother's Day, well, thank and you. thanks for being a good sport. All right, thank and you. thanks for calling, Trish. Oh, thank you. And I think Mom's all right, Trish. Don't worry. All right, she's okay. She's bye, just guys. found herself. <laughs> bye, 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 ladies. <laughs> Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> bye, Polly. one <laughs> car talk or one 8255 Yes, this is Linda in Wichita, Kansas. Hi, Hi Linda. Linda. Hi, I have a question for you about a 87 Honda Accord. And I have a problem. You know, in Kansas, it tends to be kind of breezy. Yeah. Oh, yes, we know. Okay, well, around the door handles on the driver's door and the passenger doors, when it's windy, I have wind that comes through the door handle area. Yeah. Okay, I've talked to the dealer, and the dealer says, well, they can't fix it without taking the whole door apart. They don't think it's that big a deal, but in the wintertime, it's really cold sitting on the driver's side if the wind's coming against you. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, let them fix it. So what if they have to take the door apart? No, sure. they're, they're going to take the door apart. They told you that because they were trying to talk you out of it. What they're really trying to tell you is they can't fix it. It's well, unfixable because the door is a large cavity, and cold air comes in, and because it's got to go someplace, it comes in through the first crack it can come through, and that is the opening where the door handle is. Sure, but if you take the door apart, you might be a, they might be able to, for example, caulk it, putty it up from the inside, and prevent that from happening. Right, they could do that. And in the worst case, you can fill up the door with uh, marbles or something. Right, fill up the door with insulation. Oh, yeah, that'll be great when it rains. <laughs> it's so cold. The, the truth is, see, the door cavity has to remain empty. Right. So the best you can do is to caulk where, where the, the trim goes on the inside of the door yeah. so that the cold air does not infiltrate. Do you have any questions for Mom while you're on the, on the, on the line here? Are you a mother, Linda? Sure. I'd hey. let you see there. She's here. I'm well, here. we have to revive her, but she's here. <laughs> yeah. Give her some black coffee. She drinks a lot, you know. Uh, well, I'd like to know from her which of you she likes best. Yeah, I want to know that, too. I've been asking her that all day. Is that 20 bucks, I promise you. <laughs> They've been asking me <laughs> Come on, the for truth the last is, uh, 100 she's, years. <laughs> she's been always referred to me as her love child. And when my brother isn't around, she confides to me that she does love me more, but I shouldn't tell anybody else. That so, isn't true. So on the I other hand, when my brother isn't around, she tells me I have to tell him I love him more because he was first. But the truth is, you're the smarter <laughs> one, and I really love you more. So, And I've, I've, I've accepted that, and I've, I've kept it a secret all these years, but now I must tell the truth. Am I right? <laughs> After looking at all your children, I don't know if you have children, yeah, Linda's got children. You have children, Linda? Uh, no. No, Linda doesn't have children. Fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Linda's lucky. <laughs> did you really say fortunately? She did. I did. <laughs> she did, sure. Well, you know, in this day and age, that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
up with all the drugs. I think we just lost Thomas. Then they get him to putty up those doors. You'll be all right. Don't don't have kids. You. Thanks for your call, Linda. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank bye. You. Bye. Bye. You all right? Look at my papers. He want, wants you to read this. <laughs> will you will you quiet down now? Okay, I'm sorry. We have to say bye bye now. Well, you've been listening to NPR's Car Talk. The part of our mother this week was played by Barbara Bush. <laughs> Don't say that. Our esteemed producer is Doug the Subway Fugitive, not a slave to fashion, Bongo Boy, Frogman Berman. A lot of names. Indeed. Our associate producers are Louis Milk Carton Cronin and David Gibraltar Green. Mm. Our engineer is Tad Masamankari. Our senior web lackey is Douglas F. Mayer. And our technical, spiritual, and menu advisor currently getting inoculated for the Upper Ganges Booze Booze and Vindaloo's Proof is John Thanks for being here, Mother. Happy Mother's Day to all What, you no flowers, no trip to Miami? <laughs> CDs of the show, which is number 719, along with Car Talk clothing, audio collections, and other Car Talk gifts, are available at 888-CAR-JUNK, or by going to the Shameless Commerce Division of our website, cartalk.com. Also this week on cartalk.com, our new free podcast. Proving once and for all that if you listen to our show again, it doesn't get better. <laughs> That's the new <laughs> Car Talk podcast. Available anytime at cartalk.com. of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe in WBUR in Boston. And even though Maliazzi's everywhere think to themselves, you know, Smith has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Whenever they hear us say it, this is NPR, National Public Radio.